What's up, everybody? Welcome to For the Record, episode number 74. Uh, man, getting closer and closer to 100. I kind of want to do something special for 100. I, I don't know, though. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what that would be, but, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, so, this is going up on Monday the, uh, sorry, I'm bad with dates. Monday the 6th of March. Um, so, I've come across a problem that I haven't really ever had before with this show, which is... I have way too many episodes to post, um, which is awesome. It's a it's a happy problem to have. It's not a it's not a bad thing at all. I'm really excited because there's so many great people that I've had the chance to talk to, and I I'm so excited to get more episodes up and to get, and to really keep this thing going. There was a period of time when I was worried um, that there wasn't there wouldn't be enough time uh, to post something or uh, excuse me enough time to post something or get it up. Um, uh, or not enough time. I totally misspoke. I apologize. That there wouldn't be um, enough. Uh, there wouldn't be enough episodes to fill two days in a week, or it would be cutting it really close if I had to record something just because everybody's schedule was super crazy and whatnot. Um, but I, I back. I did kind of a back uh, catalog of episodes, and there's more coming, and. It's been insane. I mean, I've, I'm interviewing everyone from um, unknown solo artists and bands from around the country to some of the biggest stars in uh, rock and pop and electronic dance music. I can't say who they are yet. Uh, you're going to see them. It's going to be... I, I'm super excited for some of these episodes. I just got an email confirming another one, and I'm really fucking excited about it. Uh, but can't say anything yet. Um, I'm working on a couple of other comedians as well. I believe uh, there's some other film people that I'm trying to get on. Uh, th- th- there's a lot of people within uh, within the worlds of music, uh, comedy, film, uh, trying for television, and trying for literature. But those are kind of the five main areas you'll see up on this. Um, and then, fuck it, if there's someone else that's interesting, cool, we'll bring them on. Uh, but we're keeping it to kind of that that area of it. Um, anyway, this episode is sponsored by audible.com. Tired of wanting to read all the time and never having the time to do so? Use audible.com. Audible gives you access to over 180,000 top-notch and high-quality audiobooks. Just grab your smartphone, tablet, or computer, put in your headphones, and listen to your favorite books and new titles anywhere you go. On your commute, at the gym, when you're on a break in the office, wherever you want. Uh, visit audibletrial.com slash shamelesspromo to sign up for a free audiobook and free 30-day trial. Once again, that's audibletrial.com slash shamelesspromo. Okay, so this episode is with uh, a soul pop uh, vocalist named named Ray Hodge, and he was, fan- he was fucking fantastic. He was so cool to chat with. Um, Ray has, Ray put out an EP last year and we talked about, we just talked about some of the songs and the videos that he'd done. We talked about the EP, um, and he was, uh, I'm blanking on the name of it for some reason. I don't have my notes and I, I can't think of it off the top of my head. So I'm going to quickly go into my iTunes cause I know I had it and see what the name of it was. This is, you can tell very on the fly because I don't always have it uh the braveheart ep that was the name of it um and it was it's a six track ep it's out now it's got some really powerful tracks on it 
Um, one of my personal favorites has to be a track called If It's Easy, which was number four on the EP. Um, and we, we just talk, we talk about songwriting because if you listen to his music, he's just, he, you can, he's one of those artists where when you can tell a song is about a breakup or they, an artist will do a piece and say, Hey, this song was kind of about this feeling and so and so. And then you listen to it. You can tell, like, it's so evident and so clear. Um, and it makes you feel. And that's that can be really hard to do. Um, I, and I think that's the ultimate goal of any musician is to try and make make someone feel and connect with you on something. So Ray was super awesome. Uh, please go pick up the Braveheart EP. Um, we're going to include a link to all of his social media pages and uh, where you can find the album and all that good stuff in the description for this. Anyway, here is For the Record, episode number 74 with Ray Hodge. Here we go. Hi, is this Ray? Yeah, it is. Hey, Ray, this is Jared with Samus Promotions. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's a little cold out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, where are you in? Right? Where are you right now? Right now, I'm at um, my family's house um, in Queens, where I'm living right now. So. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Queen, yeah, New York is gonna be freezing right now. <laughs> It never, like, wants to find one way to be. It just has to just keep changing. <laughs> one day it's winter, the next day it's summer, and it was like, make up your mind, Mother Nature. <laughs> I remember going, um, I remember visiting, uh, I think it was in, it wasn't in summer, it was like... I want to say it was like in April, and there was, it was, it was really sunny when I got there, and then... Halfway through, it snowed and was like three degrees at one point, and then it suddenly got warm again, and I'm just sitting there like, Jesus, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> it's like, a, it's like I feel like now more than ever, like the last, like I guess, two years, it's been even crazier with the weather just keep changing and changing. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, I just figured it out. <laughs> so I never know what to wear. So it's just like, you know what, today, even if it's hot outside, I'm just going to take a heavy jacket because I don't want to get on a train and next thing you know, I come out of the train and it's like, you know, raining lava or something. Yeah, I exactly. Like, I don't know, it's like, never wants to like be one thing. Yeah, yeah, no, the weather the weather there is absurd. It's just always, I mean, it, like you said, it just, it never stays in one place and it never makes up its mind. Um no matter what time of year, and then if you go in summer, it's extremely humid and hot, so you have no yeah. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's insane. Kids, I guess I guess when you live here, you get a more amusing. I don't get as 
like, I don't get sick as fast if the weather changes, you know, like, because usually, like, when people come from, like, one, like, warm place to a cold place, like, that, like, next couple of days, they get, like, a little sick, you know, because yeah. the weather so fast, like, when it changes here, it just, like, I'm so used to it. Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, that's also, I mean, that that kind of plays in your favor because if you tour and you're always traveling and going through different um, weather zones and things like that, that, I mean, hey, that plays to your advantage because you won't have to worry about getting sick as much. Yeah, if you like, look, life is continuing. <laughs> exactly um well it's good to talk to you man i'm i'm super stoked i've really been loving the material that i've been sent over in the braveheart ep and everything that uh stephanie and lucy have been sending over to me has been awesome so i'm stoked to talk with you about it oh i'm so happy that you know you're feeling good yeah man you know, the work, it was a lot of hard work that so <laughs> <laughs> for sure I'm very happy yeah, man. Um, well, I guess one of the things I wanted to start with is you perform this uh, the, with the music and with, with just with the kind of vibe that I get from it. You perform this hybrid that's it's got pop, it's got indie, it's got soul in it, but it has a very DIY attitude about it in terms of the way the videos are made, in terms of really the feel and just and just just kind of the vibe that I get from it. Where would you say that work ethic and that that inspiration to just kind of, yeah, I want to make something. Let's just get up and do it. Where, where, where did that kind of come from? Well, I guess that comes from, you know, I guess it all leads. If I'm supposed to, like, <clears throat> like go back in time and see where it comes from, it all comes from, like, each song comes from a single moment in, uh, or a period in my, t- in, in, in my life. So, like, I go back there those songs are pulled from those moments that, you know, like, it's like, you know, I have a song, um, I hear the music, and, because I've had some of those songs for a while, I would create them, and, like, there'd be demo versions, and it was like, oh, you know, listening to the music, it would speak to me, and it would tell me what to say, and it was like, you know, like, okay, I'm gonna write this, this is what it sounds like it's saying to me, and then it's like, you know what, now I hear now I see a vision now of what it should look like and where where we should go with it. And then, you know, I sit down with a couple people and see if they see, you know, the same thing I'm seeing. And, you know, if not, then, you know, we try to change it up a little bit and give a little bit of, uh, you know, give a little bit of chance for somebody else's mind to be there, which I love, because I love to share. So <laughs> I like to see where other people's mind is coming from to create that. But it all comes from, I guess, a single moment with the, it comes from the feel, the very, the very start of a feeling. That's the seed. You know, that one seed that gets put into the ground and that's into somebody's mind and heart and then it just grows in a spiral. And then next thing you know, you have, you know, you have this whole different sight of beauty, good or bad. So I guess that's where I guess it comes from. <laughs> I guess the seed is, which is the feeling. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, I mean that's uh, of course a, a great place to start in terms of, of. I mean, the feel makes perfect sense. Um, you said you work with collaborators. Um, who, do you have a set team of people, or do you have do you do you work with different people for uh, different songs and projects, or is there like I'm like you'll see some some songwriters will have like that set like two or three people that they always go to so i'm i'm curious to know oh well this is weird <laughs> this is weird for me because i have like 
I have, like, I guess I did have a set of keepers, but when I usually create the skeleton, everything, everything you hear, like, melody, lyrics, and, you know, the vision and everything is all me. And yeah. The only time other people come in is when it's like, now how can I, like, because I know how to play guitar, but I don't know how to play it to a point where I can do, like, shreds and stuff like that. I can play the most beautiful melody, the most, you know, like, funkiest of sounds, you know, uh, rhythmic, rhythmically. So um, when they come in, it's like after it's done, after I demo it out, after I think of the drums, the guitar, the bass, the lyrics, and the vision, and I, after I have all that, I, like, I sit down and go with my manager. That's my my main guy. He's, like, the best friend, and he's, he's a truth teller. He's, like, the wisest person ever, and he's just, like, he's just there with me, and he has a, such a, a great, beautiful, like, wide mind of music so he like he can understand like what I'm going from and how I'm talking so I'll sit down with him and then sometimes when I am creating I have to have somebody like talk about like or something random like it doesn't matter what it's about so I could be sitting on the phone and I could just be sitting there like I, I nothing's coming to me and then them talking and us talking back and forth an idea comes from nowhere and then it's like oh keep talking, keep talking, and, you know, then I build off of that. I usually, like, I usually say it comes from, like, nowhere, you know, so yeah. I have to find how to get there, so, um, but when I go into, like, the mode where it's actually going to be recorded and everything, of course, then I have, like, a set of people that come in, like, we come together, or, you know, I talk to friends, because I have awesome friends that play uh, in bands and stuff, and I like metal bands or whatever, and I'm like, oh, you know, hey, guys, can we, like, come together, like, I have this idea. I, um, I like the way your your flow goes when you play your guitar. Can you play something I like? I create it and just make it sound that much better. <laughs> For sure. Um, and th- you know that's the process of like where it comes in. But it usually, it just starts all with me in a room, locked in a room, <laughs> uh, with a, a speakers that hang on to the wall. Um, everything for me is like I have to do everything the most. I guess, how can I say it without anything like the professional like recordings and like you know like okay I'm gonna track myself or anything I have to do, the way I do it is actually I come up with the the melody or I, I feel it out and listen to myself and see where it's going and whether it's I'm creating it on the computer or just from my guitar itself I think of that and then I literally just map it all out completely. Lock my, I'm literally locked in a room all day long, making song after song, and um, after I'm completely done, after I'm completely done, then I start bringing everyone in, you know, like, hey, you know, first, does it sound like if it's anything, um, oh, no, no, actually, I'm sorry, I lost track of what I was saying for a second. Yeah, no worries. Um, <laughs> the, the point I was trying to make before, before I got to that point, um, is that I need my phone, that's the one thing I need. That's all I need is my phone. And I just put it down, and when I'm done, you know, mapping it all out, I, I'll have the, the song recorded, and then I'll sing over that on my phone. And that's when I, like, that's my demoing process. And then I talk with my manager or trusted friend, and then it's like, start bringing everyone in. What is it, like, should I change anything now? What does it sound like? Is it great? You know, goes from there. And because usually people ask me, like, 
also, do you use these programs and all, you know, this awesome mic you should buy that's like three thousand dollars? I'm like, no, I just use my phone. <laughs> Well, so when you say the skeleton of the song, when you put that all together, you really mean the skeleton. It's like it's completely bare and just the. It sounds like it's just literally the structure, which is. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of rare among that genre of music. But that that makes it that makes it awesome to know when I listen back and think about the EP and just where it comes from. That's. I mean, that's super cool. How long does a process like that take? Like, how long did the process take for? Um, those the tracks on Braveheart to come together with just with just like the pre-production demos on your phone. Well, I created the each song like I created it literally like took like a day to create for me. Like I just take a day to myself. Some of them actually like two of the songs I wrote in like the same day. Because usually if I'm by myself and I have nothing to do or whatever. I can sit here and like I can keep creating, keep creating, keep creating until I can't create no more. Um, and songs in their entirety, you know, like a whole song, lyrics, melody, like parts, different parts, all of it's created in that one. And um, when I was creating those songs, it was like, I remember creating Braveheart in a day. Um, Fast Drive took a day. If It's Easy was already an older song, but it was a slow song. And it was uh, played differently. And um, we only kept the, like, I changed it up when I when I was, like, me and my manager was like, maybe we should make it more upbeat because I can hear it. Yeah. Um, and with Stand Up, it, Stand Up was a piano song. <laughs> and then it changed. Um, and, um, and that took, that took literally a day because I wrote that for my cousin. Um, and... Or I Am King, I Am King came late. It was a late bloomer. Like, the EP was already done at that point. Um, <clears throat> I had did a Facebook thing on my private page, and I had written a song right there and then <laughs> on the Facebook page. Um, but it usually doesn't take that long. But for when I got into the studio, I'm, we're, we're going for perfection of whatever's in our head. You know, so like when we're in the studio, that's a whole different process. But when I'm creating the demos, I can do them like back to back, so they don't take that long. That's awesome. I mean, that's wow. That's super unheard of. Generally, when you hear you hear people that will, um, that'll just take months and months and months, even if the whether they're a solo artist or a band. That I mean, that's pretty awesome to hear that. It. I mean, it's again, man. You've got you've got the quick pre production process. You've got the immune system to different weather going on. Man, you are set for like a, a life of. Uh, a touring musician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, believe me, like just me and my manager was just talking about this the other day, and um, he was like, "So, do you have any more songs?" I'm like, "Listen, I have a, already new stuff that's like on a different level that's already created. I'm just waiting for you know, like a good time, or, like a good moment where I should stop like creating in that flow of mind." Yeah. <laughs> so. I was like, yeah, I have a whole bunch ready. He was like, dang, I can't wait. I sent him only four, four new songs for him to hear for a quick second before I sent him like, like twenty more or like whatever, you know. So he's already excited from the four he heard. So it's a lot of good stuff already coming, you know, like yeah. a lot of great movement, you know. So I'm excited. <laughs> Definitely, man. Um, in terms of, I mean, in terms of writing and 
I mean, there are some heavier hitting tracks on the EP, like If It's Easy um, is a perfect example of that. Um, do you ever feel like, even if it does take you a day to um, get the pre-production done and get like the, the bare bones of the song, are there ever tracks where lyrically it's maybe it's a bit more challenging or it's a bit more difficult to say what you want to say? And if so, how do you how do you overcome those roadblocks? Oh well, that's a really good, <laughs> a really good question. Um, if that happens, I guess the thing is to actually just leave it. If you can't, if I can't think of anything, if nothing comes to me, and I need to take an extra day. Um, or two or whatever, I actually will put the song down. Like, I'll stop listening to it. Um, I'll walk away from it completely and just go into, like, I'll go into complete, like, lazy mode. It's like, it's rather I will just lay back on my bed for a second or go do, go do something else that, um, that I can use the time for. Um, and then come back to it and see if I hear something from there. But that has to, that in itself takes its own time because usually if I if that happens to me I have I usually push myself more before I give up and before I walk away so I'm just like mm, like dang it nothing coming for me uh, dang it so let me just try to like completely not think what how to to make words in that that vision I have in my head or what I'm trying what I'm hearing because I can't make it into like physical words just yet. And I have the feeling, I'll have the feeling and everything is just like, oh, God, it's just not, I can't get it out on paper or, uh, like, write it out or whatever. And, um, but I'll keep pushing myself for a little while longer. And I'll try to think nothing. Like, okay, just whatever random word will pop in my head, maybe that will start, you know, the engine. And if that doesn't work, just I just walk away from it for a little while and come back. But that has to take its own pace. Yeah, they, I mean, it come to you if you if you want it. If you want it to work out, you want you really feel that song. It, sometimes it takes longer than a day, a week. So it's, you know, it has to go. You have to go through your own thing uh, before <laughs> getting to that point. I've been there. I have been there. Before. Yeah, I mean, it, it's super. It, it it's it just. I feel like it's just as important to get the decompression time down as it is to get the actual writing down. Because if you're not relaxed and you don't. If you're just kind of trying to rush what you want to say without letting it flow out of you and and say exactly what needs to be said, then it's it the song would suffer essentially in the end. Yeah, because you don't want to put anything in and then lose its like its soul, its power. You know, like to me, songs are almost like they have their own. You're creating a living thing. That's what it is to me. It is a living thing. When you listen to it, it gives you this. It, it can affect you in some uh, sort of way. It is a medicine. It's a, it can uh, sometimes be an addiction. It can give you like. It can really alter you, and um, and you don't want to just like put something there and it's just like, dang, I feel like I don't feel anything from listening to this or whatever. You know, like music is music is music is life. You know, you have to, that takes a process too, right? So you gotta do that with this. Absolutely. Um, where did your, where did your, I guess your passion and your love for 
um, for soul music come from, and and in and in that sense as well, like your loves for pop music and indie, and your your want to kind of create that. Where where did that? I guess maybe where did that start for you? Every pain I've ever felt in my life, that's where it started from. Every hurt, every time I felt sad or struggled, mine's didn't start from a place of happiness. Like oh, I just love. You know, of course, I liked the music, and I felt, I felt, a, you know, to urge to be a part of it. But it wasn't the way I feel about it. Like now, I, like I had to go through whatever I had to go through when I was younger, up until like high school, to give me the urge to let loose those emotions. And each and every pain I felt every time I cried, every time I screamed, every time I felt like I wanted to lay down and die. I had to flip the script on myself and like give it life again, just so it can do something. Um, it's almost like taking, it's like, it's like, what is that bird called? Um, it's almost like a phoenix, you know, like I have to let it, like I have to burn it. And then like it rises to be something you know, something stronger and better. It has to die. So, like, I would, I let that emotion build. Well, I didn't let it. I was going through those emotions. I couldn't, I didn't have control. I didn't, I didn't know what to do. And then when I got up to high school, you know, you know, it was these, these dudes that was playing in a band and I was just like, I went and chilled with them and I listened and I was like, I, I kind of think I want to try this. I want to, I want to, I want to say that I, I can, I can do this. And they asked if I was in a band or if I sang or, they actually asked if I play guitar or something like that. And I was like, uh, nope, but I can sing knowing that I've never put a mic to my face <laughs> and never tried to sing, <laughs> you know, but they gave me it and what, you know, like, just say whatever you, you know, whatever it is that comes to your mind. And then I just started. And I just started saying whatever came to my mind. And I didn't know how to control those emotions that were coming out. You know, like, it just literally burst out words and phrases and melodies that I was like, what? I didn't even know I could do all this. And it wasn't until I met um, one of my one of my closest friends, uh, uh, Ramel Bass. Once I met him, he taught me how to control that. He taught me that it was like completely okay for me to like have those emotions and to be able to give them life and let them be rebirthed and let them be something positive. Even if it comes out to be something in a negative form, no matter what, it will affect somebody else in a different way. So one way that's more hurtful to me may be a saving grace for somebody else. And, and he was just, we were just like a couple of years apart. So it was where we were friends and he just like, I would never forget. It was this one day and, um, I think he was playing on an acoustic. We were in my, um, my friend's basement and he's just playing and he's like, come on brother, like let it out. And I was a little scared too, because I was like, this is mine. This is something that I want to, like, I'm scared to give away. It, it, it became so comfortable to have those sadnesses those hurts be there that if I felt like if it was taken from me that I would like lose myself and he's like just don't worry just trust me just do it 
and I started and I, I sang like I've never sang before and I I, I brought myself to tears. <laughs> I brought myself to complete tears and everyone that was in the room <clears throat> with us is just like like shocked. Everyone was still like they never heard me sing as strong as that. Because I was just more like trying to be in a rock band and I just wanted to do some screams and, you know, just be, you know, like jump and headbang. But he made me, he pulled out my soul and he like placed it right there in my hand and said, this is yours and this is your power. And he gave me who, you know, who I am. So... I'm sorry, like, this, 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 when I think about it, you brought up something I haven't even thought about. I'm no, like, no, no, that's perfect. <laughs> I, well, I love doing this format, the, the whole podcast format, because it's not, it's not a shortened medium. It's something that, like, the episodes go for, like, 30 minutes or so when I do phone interviews, and it... I, I like hearing long stories and I like people will be like, oh, I'm sorry I talked for so And I'm like, no, I love when people do that because it brings up stuff that they may have forgotten about or really did play into a, a part of their growth. And I that was that was fucking awesome. That was a great story. And I'm super stoked you shared that. Yeah, thank you for like bringing it up. I kept that. Like, I haven't even talked about that in a while. I used to talk about it like when people ask me how long I've been singing and if I, um, if I got any, like, classes on, like, or any, like, teachings on how to sing. I was like, no. I just had a friend who was just very, like, you know how to push you just a little bit to, like, to be able to know how to write your heart and just, like, do what you have to do, like, that for yourself. So, I had that. So, he was, like, a good, I considered him, like, a teacher back then. So, Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course, man. I'm glad we got to talk about that. I think that I that was, like I said, that was an awesome story. Um, I mean, in terms, I mean, well, it's kind of some people when they're starting singing, they, um, they go to teachers and they get vo- vocal lessons and stuff. And then there's some, and, and that works for some people. And then there's other people like yourself who really it, it goes it's all about kind of circling back it kind of is all about the feel and it's about something that's almost a bit bigger than yourself and not to say that the people who uh get lessons don't feel that it's just it's a yeah. diff, it's a different route essentially it's like everybody kind of has the different route but it gets you all to that one universal place of feeling and i guess for some it comes sooner than others so i mean it sounds like it, it came for you at at that moment in time that's a super powerful moment yeah and it's, it's crazy that you said like um it's almost like it's more than myself that's what i would always say to people <clears throat> they i would be like this is what i choose to do because of it. it's not because oh i want to be famous and i just want to be the next this and i want to be the next that i want to be able to I, this is my mission this is what is I have to do. This is the thing that my intuition tells me to do. This is my, uh, this is the inner God in me, like speaking, you know, it's just like, listen, this is what you need to do right now. And it, it's going to be hard. It's going to be times where you're going to, you're going to want to be like bang your head against the wall, but you have to do this. It's more than just you now. And once I, once I knew I could affect people, just from singing, 
I didn't. I don't even have to sing words. I can. I have made songs where it's just nothing but me just like making sounds with my voice, and it would respect somebody in a a certain way. And it just to me, once I seen that, I was like, I have a responsibility. You know, like I have a responsibility to bring something to the table to change a person or to give somebody a gift or to let people know. Like for this EP, very part, it's to let people know. One, oh, a couple of singles is for each song. It's, it's rather no matter how bad it hurts, or no matter you know where you are, or what you feel, you're not alone. That if you have the power in yourself, if you're not getting the help from somebody else, to empower yourself, to bring yourself to a whole new level, to save yourself, you it's possible to save yourself. You know, we don't always need somebody to save us. Sometimes we need to save ourselves to show that we have the power to float. We have the power to do anything we put our minds to. I, I was in that place where I had no one to pick me up. I had no one to talk to me. I had no one that would like, they felt like I was weird or they didn't want to connect with me. And I had to figure out, it's rather I lay here and I die and I would just allow myself to just be miserable and I just accept that this is going to be my life or I'm going to step up and I'm going to wake up and I'm going to start loving myself and I'm going to start having, even if I got to talk to myself and tell myself in the mirror that this is, hey, how are you doing today? Just to get myself into another level and another state of mind, then I'm going to do it. As long as it brings forth something positive and powerful that is only to help me grow so I can do what I'm supposed to do in my life to let the, the next person or whoever is around me that's going through the same thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, th- this music and and this EP and all of it all together is, is all about connection, for me at least, you know, connecting and, you know, taking those vibes and those feelings and giving them forms and uh, to be able to, like, go in and out of and, to, to create a world where it's, it's not like literally create a world, but to create a world within yeah, yeah. this spiritual sense with one another so we can actually see what's behind the veil, kind of, you know? Definitely. Man, well, so what's, what's so interesting to me is that generally whenever I finish up one of these episodes, I close um, with a question... Uh, with a broad question that is, what does music mean to you? But you pretty much just answered that in like the best way possible. I mean, through I mean, your entire story really summed that and uh, summed it up in that it's really. I think the line that stuck out to me the most of what you said is that it's it's your mission in life, and I think that's so powerful and that's so insane. Like you can feel that not just only from your music, but just from talking to you. It totally <laughs> resonates, and I think that's incredible. I usually say this one thing um, that goes along with that. I usually keep it to myself and I tell myself this is because this is the pattern the way I see life. Um, love is life, and life is music, and that's how it. That's you know, to me, that's all the essence I need. You know. Yeah. So. <laughs> God, that's awesome, dude! It was such a pleasure talking to you. Like that was, it was such a nice insight into your music and into you. You're, a, you seem like a genuinely, like just nice human being. I, um, I really do hope you come out and 
tour within like uh within california and with uh the bay area i'm located out in the san francisco bay area so i definitely hope to come and see a show one day if you make it out here yeah i'd definitely make it out there i can't wait to get out there maybe the weather would be better again yeah <laughs> awesome well um i guess lastly where can people find you online to check out your music and to go pick up the ep and and find and know more about your your story and your music well, my, all my socials are Ray Hodge Music for Instagram, for Twitter, for uh, Facebook. You can find, or even SoundCloud and stuff like that. Yeah. You can find the EP on Spotify, iTunes, um, and Amazon. You can go get them there. Um, and you can have an official site, which is RayHodgeMusic.com, <clears throat> and it leads you all there. Check out... Um, Check out YouTube. You can find me there. Just put Ray Hodge in, and you'll see all the videos and behind the scenes for Braveheart, and um, and all the emotions that went into it, and music videos, and and you know you're gonna see a lot of stuff. And I hope that everyone enjoys. Beautifully said. Well, man, Ray, thank you so much for your time, and I can't wait for everyone to check this out when it goes up. Um, I wish you all the best, and we can't wait to see you when you come out to the Bay Area. All right, thank you. Absolutely, nice man. You. Yeah, awesome. All right, we'll take care, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, later. Later. Bye. This episode of the For the Record podcast was brought to you by Audible.com, your premier online source for all your audiobook needs. To get sign up and get a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook, visit audibletrial.com slash shameless promo. Once again, audibletrial.com slash shameless promo.